ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಥರ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಸೂತ್ರ ಭಾಷ್ಯಾರ್ಥ ತತ್ವವಿವೇಚನೆ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ತ್ರೀ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಟುಡೆ ದಿ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಪೋರ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಕಮೆಂಟ್ರಿ ರಿಲೇಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಥರ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ದಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೀಸ್ ಸೂತ್ರಾಸ್ ಲೈಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಲಾರಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಕಾನ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಪ್ರಾಮಾಣ್ಯ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಅದರ್ವೈಸ್ ನೋನ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ರೈಟ್ಲಿ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಆಲ್ ಆರ್ಥೋಡಾಕ್ಸ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಒಪೀನಿಯನ್ ಪ್ರಿವೇಲ್ಸ್ ಹವೆವರ್ ವಿತ್ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ ಟು ಹೌ ದಿಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡೆಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಆರ್ ವ್ಯಾಲಿಡ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ವಿತ್ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಹೂಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈಸ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಎ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಮ್ಮಂಬೋನಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಏನ್ಷಿಯಂಟ್ ಆರ್ ಮಾಡರ್ನ್ ಅದ್ವೈತಿಕ್ ಆರ್ ನಾನ್ ಅದ್ವೈತಿಕ್ ಆರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಯುನಾನಿಮಸ್ ಒಪೀನಿಯನ್ ದಟ್ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡೆಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ರಿವೀಲ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಕೆನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದರ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣಾಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ಫರೆನ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಮಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಯಾಶಿಯೇಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನೋನ್ ಬೈ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಸಮ್ ಅದರ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣಾಸ್ ದಿ ವೆರಿ ಅಪಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ವುಡ್ ಬಿ ಎ ಮಿಸ್ ನಾರ್ಮಲ್ ಬಟ್ ವೇದಾಂತಿನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಂಕರಾಸ್ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ಇನ್ ಹೋಲ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸ್ಯಾನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇ ರಿವೀಲ್ ಆನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಎಂಟಿಟಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆರ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಕಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕೋಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಈವನ್ ದಿ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕರ್ಮಕಾಂಡ ಫೇಲಿಂಗ್ ಟು ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದಿ ಅಬ್ಸಲ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ನೋ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ನೋ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟಿಫೈಡ್ ಬೈ ಎನಿ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ದಿ ಏನ್ಷಿಯಂಟ್ ವೇದಾಂತಿನ್ಸ್ ಕುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಗ್ರಾಸ್ ದಿ ಐಡಿಯಾ ದಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಮೇಡ್ ಸಬ್ಸರ್ವಿಯನ್ ಟು ಎನಿ ಇಂಜಂಕ್ಷನ್ many of them held that all vedas teach some karma or things subservient to some injunction such as meditation even today all vedantins hold that brahman or the highest god has to be meditated upon as enjoined in the vedas and that the highest good or moksha is to be experienced in a special heaven an important doctrine of shankara vedanta is that the vedanta texts fall into two classes one set of them enjoining upasanas or meditations which performed yield to a uh, yield fruits to be enjoyed in this life or lead to joys to be experienced in the other world the second set of texts however teach the nature of brahman which is the self of all beings the syntactical construction samanvaya of these texts is such tattva samanvayat shastra yonitvat tattva samanvayat two sutras of brahma sutra uh, first two sutras uh these texts is such that they do not lead the enquirers to any action after understanding the meaning of the sentence the right knowledge of the meaning of the text leads leads to the immediate intuition of brahman as the self of the whole universe as well as of the enquirer when this intuition dawns one would realize that brahman or atman is the all the one without a second and therefore there is nothing else remaining to be known or done this is what is called sadhyomukti in shankara vedanta in sadhyomukti where once self is identified with the all there are no pramanas means of knowledge nothing to be known nor is there any knowledge distinct from either of these since vedanta shastra teaches this fact it is called a pramana in that sense another teaching convincingly brought to the force front uh, forefront in the sutra is that the seemingly injunctive texts about 
ಶ್ರವಣ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಮನನ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನ ಕಂಟೆಂಪ್ರೇಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಮೆಂಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಟು ಟರ್ನ್ ದಿ ಸೀಕರ್ಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಅನ್ಲೈಕ್ ದಿ ಜೆನ್ಯೂನ್ ಇಂಜಂಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕರ್ಮಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ಉಪಾಸನಾಸ್ ಸಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಬ್ ಕಮೆಂಟೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಾಷಕಾರಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದರ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಲೀಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ಪೋಸ್ಟ್ ಶಂಕರಾಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಮಿಸ್ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರಿಟೆಡ್ ಶಂಕರ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲಾಯಿಂಗ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಶ್ರವಣ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅದರ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಇಂಜಂಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಮ್ ಸಾರ್ಟ್ i have made a sustained attempt in these pages to show that verbs in the imperative mood in the context of jnana are intended only to recommend introspection and make the inquirer ready to study the import of the texts teaching the nature of atman a fourth teaching of vedanta which follows as a corollary of the nature of samanvaya taught here demands a passing mention i have already referred to this in connection with shastra pramanya but it bears repetition to call the attention of the student of vedanta no word or sentence actually teaches brahman as an object of knowledge or meditation and brahman can never be taught as an object expressible in words the function of the text is only to negate all distincts so as to reveal atman as he is atman as he is the method of adharopa apavada is used throughout vedanta in teaching the nature of reality this method is so important that it deserves to be studied in all its bearings upon vedantic teaching in a separate treatise but the readers attention is specially invited to the samskrita appendix to the present work explaining how this method has been applied to all the first four sutras and the bhashya thereon shankara's arguments would lose their force for one who failed to understand the modus operandi of this traditional method i have not said anything here upon the criticisms to be found both in the body of the book and in the appendix touching the post shankara advaitins again and again the reader is requested to make a careful study of the various interpretations of shankara which have gained currency nowadays in the name of shankara unless one has succeeded in trying to get out of the moras created by these confusing post shankara writings one can never hope to get at the genuine teaching of the sutra bhashya next shankara's sutra bhashya prefatory remarks this booklet is intended for readers who have already gone through shankara's sutra bhashya either in the original sanskrita as taught by the by our pandits or with the help of some english translation under the guidance of some college professor in one of the one of our universities critical students who earnestly desire to ascertain the exact tenor of the vedantic system as brought out by that world famous teacher are usually bewildered bewildered by the conflicting presentations of the drift of the system as found in the various sub commentaries and the varying estimates of the system found in the writings of modern oriental scholars who have attempted to summarize the teaching of vedanta beginners find little or no solace in the judgment of either learned vidwans or professors the former think that the followers of different vyakhyana systems have given different expositions of vedanta only because they judge truth from different angles of vision and this is this in no way affects reality since after all the various modes of treatment are only in the vyavaharic empirical field most of the oriental scholars on their part 
are inclined to think that the ancient Vedanta before Shankara and Gaudapada laid more emphasis on Upasana and did not stress the unreality of phenomena. The general prevailing view about Shankara is that he and Gaudapada probably ushered in a revolution in Advaita and that his system is very much influenced by Buddhism. In order to counteract misinterpretations and surmises such as these, I brought out so long ago as 1953 my first Sanskrit commentary on the Adhyasa Bhashya and subsequently followed it up with a work called the Sutra Bhashya Artha Tattva Vivechani in three parts, explaining the purport of the first four aphorisms of Badarayana. In these works, I have attempted to show how some of the new doctrines in the sub-commentaries and later Vedantic Bhashyas are either unconscious aberrations from or deliberate accretions to the pristine purity of the genuine Shankarite Vedanta foisted upon it. The fact remains, however, that innovations of the writers of later explanatory works on Shankara's Bhashya on the Prasthanatrayi, Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita and Vedanta Sutras have succeeded in gaining the upper hand and at the present day it has been almost impossible to extricate Shankara's genuine teaching from the later additions and alterations. The earnest student of Shankara is today at a loss of loss to distinguish the genuine teaching from the mess of controversial literature that has sprung up around the Bhashya. One is confronted with a number of disputes about what has been called Avidya in Shankara's Bhashya. One, what is the essence of Avidya? Is it the same as Adhyasa or something distinct from it? Second, what is exactly Adhyasa? Is it an uh, entirely different something what is superimposed like the silver on nacre or epistemic superimposition itself or is it a generic term denoting both of these? Third one, what does Shankara exactly mean when he says Mithya Jnana Nimittaha Satyandrate Mithunui Kritya Ahamidam Mamidam Iti Naisarki Koyam Lokabhyavaharaha is he referring to a species of misconception here or to avidya shakti, the material cause of false phenomena? Fourth, is avidya different from maya or are the terms avidya and maya mutually convertible, both denoting the same thing? Fifth one, what is really the locus of avidya? Is it the jiva, individual soul or is it brahman? Or is it pure consciousness itself devoid of all distinction? Sixth, is avidya being or non-being? Or is it something undefinable as either? 7. In what sense is Adhyasa beginningless? How is it endless? 8. What is the nature of Vidya? What is exactly meant by the term Atmaikatva Vidya? 9. How does Vidya remove Avidya? Is there a trace of Avidya left over even after its removal by Vidya? 10. Is there anything remaining to be done by the knower? knower? even after the dawn of Vidya. 11. Is absolute release attainable in this very birth of the knower? Or is there any difference in kind or degree between release while living and release after death? 12. Are all karmas sublated by Jnana? Or has the fructifying karma to be exhausted by experiencing its fruits? Prarabdha karma. 13th. How many avidyas are there? Only one common to all transmigratory souls or as many as there are jivas. Fourteenth, how are we reconcile how are we to reconcile Vedantic texts which ascribe certain forms and qualities to Brahman with those that deny all characteristics to Brahman? Is there any distinction between Brahman and Ishwara? 
Why does Shankara use the terms indiscriminately? These and other bewildering questions have been taken up for consideration in my recent work entitled Misconceptions About Shankara, published by Adhyatma Prakash Karyalaya for Enersipur. In the meanwhile, it has flashed to my mind that an attempt may be made in another direction so as to simplify all difficulties without entering into the arena of dispute and debate. The present brochure is an experiment in that direction. For more reasons than one, I have chosen the introduction to the Sutra Bhasha for illustrating how the perplexed student of Shankara's traditional Vedanta can arrive at a definite and indubitable conclusion about the most important cardinal teachings of appealing cardinal teachings by appealing to Shankara himself to settle all the naughty questions without taking the trouble of consulting any of the sub-commentaries and can see for himself how far the conflicting explanations of later Shankarites are faithful to the original. What is more, he will be able to spot out the defects of all such interpretations not only when they import doctrines for foreign to the tradition but sig- signally defeat the very purpose which the Bhashya has been at great pains to serve from start to finish. The serious critic of Shankara's tradition is advised to note the unique principles governing Shankara's system which most of the misinterpretations have left unnoticed or have altogether ignored in their zeal to usher in their own pet novel doctrines into the structure of the Advaita system. 1. In the first place, Shankara emphasizes that the tradition of Vedanta primarily treats of the knowledge of an existent entity as distinguished from an act enjoined or even something subservient to karma or meditation. Second, he therefore takes it for granted that in matters of inquiry into the nature of reality, Brahman or Atman, we have not only to observe the exegetical principles of interpretation involving shrutis, etc., but also to recognize intuition, etc., as the valid means of knowledge for finalizing this enquiry of the existent entity is to culminate in an ultimate intuition in the same way as the knowledge of an uh, any existent object of empirical knowledge. Third, Shankara's system is unique in recognizing the nature of this ultimate intuition as transcending all empirical ways of thinking and acting, Vyavahara, but as effectively removing all the ills of Vyavahara for good. The distinction of Vyavahara and Paramartha is unique to this tradition. Fourth, this tradition is unique not only in distinguishing the subject matter of Upanishads, but also in discovering the only method available in teaching reality. For reality, Atman or Brahman being an eternal subject and witness is not only beyond the range of all words and concepts, but being non-dual and devoid of all differences and distinctions as well as specific characteristics has to be revealed by the exclusive way of Adhyaropa Pavada, deliberate superimposition of some empirical characteristic and characteristic and subsequently rescinding it by pointing to a higher truth and thus leading the enquirer to intuit it as his own real self. Failure to appraise the need and value of this method has tempted the post-Shankara Advaitins not only to formulate some novel doctrine of their own but to impute it to Shankara himself. The present work is expected to expound the inner working process of the method and to provide the key to unlock all such doors as have seemed to defy the enquirer's entry into the inner chamber of Shankara's system, provided with the correct knowledge of the above-mentioned method and principles of interpretation, the critical student of Shankara's traditional Vedanta will find no difficulty in sifting chaff from the real grain. 
ದಿ ಅಧ್ಯಾಸ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಈವನ್ ವೈಲ್ ರೆಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಶೂರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಾಲ್ಡ್ ಗ್ರೌಂಡ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷದಿಕ್ ರಿವಿಲೇಷನ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಎ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ಕೊಟೇಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಅಥಾರಿಟಿ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಆರ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ರೀಸನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಎನಿ ಅನ್ಪ್ರಿಜುಡೈಸ್ಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವಿಲ್ ಸಿ ದಟ್ ದಿ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ಭಾಷೆ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬಿನ್ ರಿಟರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ಎ ಸ್ಟೈಲ್ ಕ್ಯಾಟರೈಸ್ ಬೈ ಯುನಿಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಫಸಿಸ್ ಟು ರಿಮೈಂಡ್ ಅಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ಇನ್ನೇಟ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಎರರ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾಸ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಮ್ಯೂಚುವಲ್ ಸೂಪರ್ ಇಂಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ರಿಯಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿ ಅನ್ರಿಯಲ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಶೋನ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಅಪೆಂಡಿಕ್ಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಲಿಂಕ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಕೊರೋಬರೇಟೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಮ್ಲಿಫೈಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಬಾಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಬೈ ಎ ಸಸ್ಟೈಂಡ್ ಅಪೀಲ್ ಟು ಶ್ರುತಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಷನ್ ವಿಚ್ ರಿವಿ ವಿಚ್ ಲೀವ್ಸ್ ಲಿಟ್ಲ್ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಸಸ್ಪಿಷನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಅದರ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಮೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಮೆಂಟ್ ಬೈ ಶಂಕರ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನೋ ಅಮೌಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಪ್ಟರ್ ಫ್ಯೂಜ್ ಆನ್ ದಿ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೇಟರ್ ಸಬ್ ಕಮೆಂಟ್ರೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಸಕ್ಸಸ್ಫುಲ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ವೇಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ರೀಡರ್ ಟು ಬಿಲೀವ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದ್ಯಾರ್ ಈಸ್ ಎನಿ ಟ್ರೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ರೆಫರೆನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಭಾಷೆಯ ಟು ದಿ ಸೋ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾಶಕ್ತಿ ಅಶರ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಬೈ ಪೋಸ್ಟ್ ಶಂಕರ ದ್ವೈತಿನ್ಸ್ ಐ ವೆರಿ ಮಚ್ ವಿಶ್ಡ್ ಟು ಟೇಕ್ ಅಪ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಫೈವ್ ಅಧಿಕರಣಸ್ ಟು ಇಲಸ್ಟ್ರೇಟ್ ಹೌ ಶಂಕರ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ನೋ ನೀಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನಿ ಅಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಕಮೆಂಟ್ರೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಟು ಎಲಿಸಿಡೇಟ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಆಸ್ ಮಚ್ ಆಸ್ ಹಿ ಲೂಸಸ್ ನೋ ಅಪರ್ಚುನಿಟಿ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ ದಿ ಕಾರ್ಡಿನಲ್ ಟೆನೆಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನಲ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಬಟ್ ಓವಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟ್ರೇನ್ಡ್ ಐಸೈಟ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಕಂಟೆಂಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಸ್ಯಾಂಪಲ್ ವರ್ಕ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಎಂಡ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಥರ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಇನ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ವಿ ಶಲ್ ಸಿ ಪಂಚಪಾದಿಕ ಪ್ರಸ್ಥಾನ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಲೆಟರ್ ಸಿ ಇನ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದಾರ್ಪಿತಮಸ್ತು ಸರ್ವೇ ಜನ ಸುಖಿನೋ ಭವಂತು ಓಂ ತತ್ಸತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್